The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So we'll be getting into our municipal watch shortly. Before we do that, well, in fact, let's go straight into it then. We're going to be in conversation with Jomo Sibia, who is the KZN MEC uh, for Human Settlements and Public Works. We're talking about the initiative then by his province to try and speed up the rollout of socioeconomic infrastructure. Uh, Mr. Sibia, good morning to you. Morning, Katie. How are you? And morning to the listeners of SAFM. I'm I'm well, thank you. Um, You know, as I was reading up about this project that you are now going to be undertaking in as far as being, making sure that you're directly overseeing um, some of the work in municipalities that have not been meeting their deadlines or to speed up the delivery of of services. I I was curious to know what brought this on, number one. And number two, isn't this in line with your mandate anyway? So shouldn't you be working with these municipalities to ensure that they're meeting some of these uh, targets for key infrastructure developments anyway? Thank you, Katie. Um, yes, you are quite correct. Uh, but number one, we are, the, when it comes to the uh, uh, issues of human settlements, the path starts and stops with us. You are quite correct as the province and the national department. Here, we've got a situation where we are allowed to work with municipalities and accredit them. Uh, give them an accreditation to be agents who work with us to provide human settlements in uh, their areas. Uh, We will give them our budget, give them our money to do this. But we've got a situation where, as we work with these municipalities, at times uh, they don't adhere to the policies and the legislations that are prescribed. You find that when we give them money, at times to pay service providers that they are using or implementing agents that they are using at a municipal level will give them probably 50 million or 100 million to pay service provider. That money will be kept in the account of the municipality for four months, three months, so that they accumulate uh, interest and then use that interest for other needs in the municipality. And then you find that a service provider is unable to perform. Uh, and then you find that the, the, the services are stalled on the ground, the project is stalled on the ground, based on what the municipality is doing. At times you find the municipality is using this, the money for other things that are not related to human settlements. So I've taken a decision that we can't continue having a situation where our responsibility, just because we ask the municipality using uh, the legislation that is there to work with us to provide these services, we can't continue being blamed at times for the work that we agreed with another sphere of government to do it, and it's unable to perform. At the end of the day, that blame comes to us, and we can't be blamed anymore. We need to provide services with speed on time and make sure that everything is done accordingly. So when it comes to the processes of accountability, right, so once you have uh, accredited a certain municipality to become uh, an agent, an implementing agent on a particular project in an area, what are the conditions that are uh, ascribed to that kind of, of agreement. So how do you then, as the provincial department, hold these municipalities accountable? Like you're saying, for instances, where service providers are not paid, for instances, where there are delays with projects? 
Um, one, the most important thing uh, that needs to, the municipality that needs to, the requirements that they need to meet, uh, they, that municipality must have capacity. One, in terms of human resources, but uh, both technical, te- technical uh, 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 capacity as well. Um, but also, it must be in a very good state of uh, uh, finances and political stability. It must meet all those requirements. They are stipulated requirements, uh, quite a number of them, by Treasury as well, by the national departments. So we do the assessment uh, uh, in the municipality. When the municipality meets all these requirements, then we get into a bilateral or we get into an agreement with them and say, municipality, we, you, we, we have done all the assessments. You do have capacity. Let's work together in providing these services. But in that, we do have some of our officials working with the municipality. But we, because I'm not the frank, Katie, uh, uh, there are municipalities who literally won't adhere to what we've agreed upon. And the only uh, uh, remedy that we have is the province. Uh, because it's a different sphere at the end of the day. We can have meetings, we can agree that things must be changed, they will agree that they are going to do things differently, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the practicality of what they need to do. So if we we see that uh, things are not changing and uh, we find that our people continue to suffer at that level, the only remedy that we have is just to take over the status and uh, invoke the status and just to the work uh, as the department because at the end of the day we are the custodians of human settlements so we can't have all these petty fights we can't have all these delays the only thing that we can do if there is no accountability if the municipality is not prepared to do what we agreed that it has to do then the only thing that we can do is to take over the status or the accreditation status and do the work for ourselves so i said we can't continue having such things while our people continue to suffer it's exactly part of accountability where things are not going correct then take over and do what we're supposed to be doing so when it comes to invoking the status as you describe it and taking over these projects do you take over and you have to pick up where the municipality left off? So if there were funds that you had already allocated to a particular project, does the municipality have to pay that money back or do you just write it off and count it as you know, something that is lost and, and you then have to find other funds to be able to continue uh, supporting these projects? One thing, Katie, that we can't afford to allow and uh, to say it's just normal to happen is for any funds or any money to go away. So it can happen. If there are funds that were wasted, um, those funds must be returned to human settlements. What we do is that we transfer money to municipalities based on what has been invoiced, based on the work that has been done. Uh, by the implementing agent or by the municipality or whatever that the municipality has been doing, we have to check it and make sure that it's done properly and we transfer that money. But where there are monies that we transfer in advance, uh, obviously. I can't say everything that we give the municipality is based on what has been done. There is money that we give the municipality so that it can continue doing work. If that money uh, is not uh, used proper, uh, correctly, let me make an example. We've got money that we transfer to municipalities for things like title deeds and everything. If that money is not used to, uh, according to what 
it was meant for, then the municipality definitely will have to make sure that that money is paid back, that money is uh, 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 used for exactly what it needs to be done. But if there was money that was on the municipality, if we take over the, 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 the status of accreditation, then we, ca we do take that money back if it's still in the municipality's account, because it remains our money as the provincial government. But I can assure you, there is no way we can allow that there is money that will go down the drain and accounted for. That era has ended, kid. It has ended. So when we look at municipalities, particularly in KZN, that would be the worst offenders in terms of uh, the delayed pace of delivery, the inability to incomplete projects, and where you've had to invoke status, uh, their status in terms of being accredited, which are some of those municipalities that you've acted on so far? Um, we have acted on uh, the municipalities like uh, Banongoma, is one of those municipalities. We have also agreed on the municipality like Umdoni based on the delays on their projects. Uh, municipality like Abagulusi, uh, those are the municipalities. It's quite a number of them, but uh, those are the ones that come into my mind currently. But uh, it's about 10 municipalities that where we have invoked uh, the, 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 the developer status or the accreditation. But, Kathy, obviously we are going to be meeting with these municipalities as well. There are other ones that are not happy with their performance, but also others we can see that we need to meet with them because there is new leadership in some of them, political leadership. We want to engage them and make them understand that this is how things are done and this is what is expected out of them. So that when things are not done properly, we act on them without any delay. And when we act, we don't want to be said we are being political or we are doing things uh, in a manner that we are not supposed to be doing them. We'll be taking our responsibility because we are not going to abdicate uh, our responsibility. So we do have some that we're still going to meet and take them through because we understand some don't understand how the system works. You're raising a very important point there, and it's around the perceptions of what you know, municipalities and even political players think when provincial departments like yourself often take action. And in, in KZN, in some municipalities, um, you know, it, it's not unreasonable to make an argument that there have been instances where it is perceived that there is intervention from a provincial level in a certain municipality uh, because the decisions that are ma being made in that municipality do not do not necessarily align with what the provincial government would want to see. And it really comes down to the politi politicized nature of even the provision of, of, of service delivery in our country. So when you talk about then taking away the accreditation and being in charge of of those pro projects, um, th there is a thought that comes to mind that says, well, how do we ensure that whoever the service providers that are going to receive these products are, these uh, projects are, are not service providers that are seen uh, to be in the pockets of some of the provincial officials? Quite correct, Katie. Uh, one thing we cannot afford to do like, once again is to be political when it comes to service delivery. Service delivery must never be politicized. It must never have eyes. It must go exactly to everyone who deserves to get that service. But do you accept that it is? That Do you accept that it has been? Yes, I'm going there. Mm. <clears throat> that you are quite correct. We, 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 you know, one of the things that will uh, 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 show you is that 
there are municipalities where you find that we give them an accreditation, we give them a status, a developer status, to deal with human settlement issues. But when it comes to who they allocate houses to, it becomes only an issue of what party do they belong to. And that is being political, and we have to act on that. You find that houses, the people who deserve to get houses, the poor of the poorest, don't have houses. But you find houses being allocated to people who got decent houses, who have their own houses, but they still benefit from the system of government. It's exactly that. That's what we're dealing with, because we can't continue having people criticizing government, of which it's us at a certain point where we're doing wrong things while government does deliver and the policies are clear. You take the situation, for, for, for me, is that we are not, for an example, I'm obviously deployed by the ANC, but we are not being political when we take these decisions. Because the municipality like Umdoni, which belongs to the ANC, the municipality like Edumbe, when we took the status, the developer status, it was still in the hands of the ANC. And there are ISP municipalities where we are acting on. We are not being political. It can never be political when it comes to these issues because one important thing is to make sure that services do go to the people on time and it's not politicized. We're very, very much careful of that, but we'll act on anyone. It doesn't matter which part we are coming from because we are guided by the policies and the systems that are there for us. All right, let's leave it there for this morning. And that, of course, was the local, the MEC rather, the KZN MEC uh, for Human Settlements and Public Works, Jomo Sibia. So uh, he's been talking about their interventions as a municipality, as as a, a provincial department rather, into municipalities that aren't functioning, that aren't delivering uh, projects at the rate and at the scale that they should be. And he's hoping up um, that that they are going to be able to, through this intervention, speed up then part of what they've been able to deliver in some of those municipalities. And, you know, it, it's, it seems almost impossible today with the, with the political landscape being the way that it is to, to talk about a, a depoliticized service delivery because it has become so political. The, the politics it almost becomes the determining factor of who gets services and who doesn't get services. And that is something that absolutely must be changed. But, you know, we have to acknowledge exactly how widespread uh, that kind of behavior, that kind of thinking uh, prevails, particularly even in, in our local government structures.